Hey listeners, Blair Fraser here and welcome back to another episode of Maintenance Disrupted. Today, we welcome back on the podcast, Sonia Mathura, Managing Director at the Strategic Reliability Solutions based in Trinidad. And we're going to talk about two things on the podcast this week. The first is about the upcoming Lubrication and Reliability Virtual Summit. You've heard us mention it. We are the official media sponsor of this event. We highly encourage you to take a look at this event. And we're also going to talk to Sonia about her abstract. What is she is talking about at this conference? And she'll do a lot better job describing it on this podcast. But her topic is called Exploring the Root Cause of Microdieseling. And if you're anything like me, I had to ask what microdieseling is. And now I think I understand it. Um, really what she's talking about is when we look at failures, and we look at identifying the root cause of these failures, is we get stuck at the physical root, the things we can physically change. But often we find when we change the physical issue, replace the bearing, the bearing was bad, replace the bearing, guess what? The underlying degradation issue comes back to haunt us again. We're not diving deep enough into the real root causes of that. And that's what Sonia is going to explore in her abstract. And we're going to get into a little bit more detail here on the podcast. I hope you enjoy this podcast. And again, if you're interested in learning more about the Lubrication and Reliability Virtual Summit, we do go into details in this podcast. There is an early bird up to July 16th for $79. We highly recommend you take a look at it. And if you're interested, go through our website, maintenancedisruptedduck.com, and right on the front page, you will see a link to find out more information. And if you're called to register for this event, thank you and enjoy the podcast. Sonia, thank you for taking the time to come back to Maintenance Disrupted and talk about the lubrication and reliability virtual summit. You know, I always love being here, Blair. Always love being you here. You do. You are a reoccurring <laughs> guest, and there is a reason for that. Your, your, oh boy. your excitement is and passion is contagious to myself and the audience. I think we could just do a whole series with Sonia, with Ooh, just you Sonia on this series. Call. The Ooh, Sonia like series. Yes. <laughs> Trade, trademarked already. Oh, yes. um, and the reason we brought you on the podcast is we have a very exciting announcement that we've been talking about for the last two weeks that the Maintenance Disrupted Podcast is the media partner for the Lubrication and Reliability Virtual Summit. And it's very exciting for us to participate and, and work with yourself and the great lineup of speakers that are gonna to contribute to this event. Um, so what I'd like to do is, if you can for our audience, go over briefly what the Lubrication and Reliability Virtual Summit, otherwise known as LRVS, is. Mm -hmm. What is it all about? What's its purpose? The main purpose of LRVS is to add value. And if we, we're just keeping it simple, what we want to do is have a couple of days where people could share ideas about lubrication and reliability and learn on both ends. Because guess what? Whether we think we know everything, we do not. And there are always people that can help us. You know, we may not know everything, but guess what? There are those who know a lot more than we do, or they know the parts that we don't know. So it's always an exchange of information. It's always, you know, 
what I, whatever I don't know, I can learn from Blair. And whatever Blair doesn't know, you can learn from me. And whatever we don't know, we can learn from Bob. Yeah? That's exactly okay. well put. <laughs> I, in, in, in honor of Bob, I'm going to write a book on things I don't know. And it's just a oh bunch of questions gosh, yes. I have for Bob. I, I'm going to title the book Questions for Bob for him, okay. to, him to answer or his family. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and any other brothers, just, <laughs> um, and, you know, I participated in this event. I attended this event. I, I spoke at it last, uh, last year and it was a great event. Mm-hmm. And, you know, our contributions of, of adding a podcast to, to, to bring yes. attention to the speakers, I think is going to be great. And I, I love the fact that it's two parts. It's lubrication and reliability. Can you talk about a little bit of why you just added reliability into uh, the conference versus just focusing on lubrication? So when we think about lubrication, and actually this is, it's so weird because this is how I got started in this entire thing. Uh, when I started off in, I, I worked with Shell initially when I started my career in lubrication and going out to the plants, talking to the engineers, talking to the maintenance guys, it all came back to reliability lubrication and reliability, they go hand in hand. If you are trying to segment and, you know, break those two apart, it's not going to happen. They have to work together. I mean, having the right oil with the right viscosity helps anything to end properly, right? So bringing it together, a lot of people don't realize the value in having it together. And people think if I'm focusing on reliability, I'm just focusing on the machine and getting it better. But the lubricant can do so much in terms of helping that. And bringing the two of them, uh, I want to say marrying the two of them, but they are already, you know, the oil is in the machine, so that they're already married, you know. <laughs> so just having the understanding, the way that the both of them work together and how they work together, that's where people have some difficulty. And we have so many experts in the industry that can tell you, you know, right off, you can, you can go into IoT of it, you can go into the sensors, you can go into the lubrication aspect, but when it all comes together, that's when we see the impact on the equipment. That's when we see the impact to your facility, your production plant. So being able to bring the ideas together, merge them. Yes, we know there are certain things in lubrication, if you're talking about additives and whatnot, that may be specific to the lubricant. And similarly with reliability, you're talking about mean time to failure, those sort of things. Those may be specific to reliability, but when you bring them together, you can do so much. So that's one of the main things that we wanna do with the conference. We're gonna have experts um, based heavily in reliability, based heavily in lubrication, and then those that are all in between because it it brings it together. And that's what I love about it. It's the peanut butter and jelly. It is. Uh-huh. It's the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You, you you literally cannot have reliability. You cannot realize the full reliability potential of an asset that moves without proper lubrication. Exactly. Right? You just cannot. Yeah. And, you and, may not have peanut, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches at the conference, but you can have that as well at the side. That's, that's right. <laughs> I don't think you can have peanuts anywhere on the face of the earth anymore <laughs> because of allergies. Um so remind me again, when is the conference taking place? So it's in September, the 14th and the 15th of September. And those are the actual dates of the conference. So the conference, in terms of the different webinars, those things, that would be on the 14th and the 15th. 
but we have a special value-added podcast. We're going to have a pre-conference. And I'm very excited about the pre-conference because it's going to start one week before the actual conference. And there, there's so many activities involved there. Uh, with the pre-conference, what we're going to do is that we're going to open up the doors for the entire forum one week in advance. And what does that mean? It means you get to interact with your sponsors. You get to interact with your speakers. You get to interact with your at- attendees. And this is a global event, right? I'm from Trinidad. You're from Canada. We have people from Australia. It's, it's a global event. So you, you have all of the experts from around the globe in this on one screen, on one screen, because it's virtual. And that's easy to get to have all of them right now. All of them together in the same place for five days plus your conference days, your two conference days. So that's going to be very exciting. <laughs> very exciting and, and well done. And when I, when I look at, and we're all of us as uh, in some countries more than others are exiting the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I think Trinidad and Canada, are, we're kind of in a similar situation where yeah. I think I get uh, a r- rubber bullet if I leave my house right now. But um, <laughs> but there are other countries that uh, are, are doing a little bit better on that side. Um, but the reality is we're virtual to death, right? Mm-hmm. We, we're, we're spending a lot of the time. And, and what you guys are doing as part of the LRVS virtual summit is gamification of this, of, of making oh, yes. it more interactive, right? So Definitely. we're not taken away from the conference because of a bird flying by a window and things mm-hmm. like that, right? Of making it <laughs> making it um, interactive. So what, what do you plan on doing with this conference that's going to be a little bit different than we would typically see with the virtual summit? So what we're going to do, and one of the biggest things that we're doing is that we're going to have video rooms. So let's think about it as a happy hour for different topics. So we're going to have speakers on different topics in a particular room for some time and you, the attendees, would be able to engage with them on a one-on-one level. Now, I've seen the list of speakers and there are so many people that I want to have a one-on-one conversation with that I would not ordinarily be able to have a conversation with. So I am very excited about that part. But what we're doing is that we're going to have different video rooms allocated to different topics. So we may have a video room on root cause analysis. Of course, you know, we're going to have Bob Latino in there. Bob Latino is one of the speakers, you know, in case you did not know before. We're going to have um, a video room on IoT and sensors, one on condition monitoring, one on ICML certifications, and possibly other certifications. Mm. So I'm leaving the possibility because, you know, there are a couple of things in the, in the works so far. But what we're going to do is that you're going to be able to have a conversation. It's not a webinar. It's not a presentation. It's a conversation. And knowing some of these guys, I could sit down and have the conversation with them for the entire day. They may not like it, but I would, you know, love it. Just sitting down in one room and talking to them for the entire day. But definitely, that's one of the game changers that we're having. Exactly. I'll be hanging out in the sensor discussion if you'll let me yes. in. Yes. And then, you know, in, in where a lot of people, just because of my background, come to me for sensor discussions. Hey, mm-hmm. what, what? And the, the reality is, there's only so much time in the day I can dedicate to the ecosystem. Yes. If you put me in a room, 
mm, with other yeah. sensor providers, other people that use sensors, I can grasp so much knowledge from them. Yeah. And that's the benefit of having everyone in those rooms, right? Mm-hmm. And that, that as you said, it's, it's not asynchronous. It's very synchronous at that point. Mm-hmm. It's it's direct feedback. Hey, have you used this? What do you use this for? What are the applications? Right. Those type of discussions. And I've often said, you know, one of the values of conferences, and I've been to one or two over my years, um, <laughs> is often I got to the point where there was tremendous value in the sessions itself. But, mm-hmm. you know, when when we used to meet in person, when you're in a conference, you go to a, a specific room. And after that, you would have some chances for some questions and you would walk out together. And the conversation mm-hmm. would continue into the lunch line, into when you're having lunch yes. from that. And that yeah. was that almost was and sometimes more valuable than discussion mm-hmm. itself because it, it kept on evolving. People added other input other than the speaker. And that's Ooh, what yes. you guys are going to archi- architect at Dell RBS yeah. is that continuation of that discussion both before and obviously after the presentation. Oh, definitely, yes. And I think that's one of the things that, but that we miss with the, the actual conferences, these physical conferences, because I would see after the conferences, the guys by the bar, and they're like, I see them again in the morning, and they're like, we were up till 2 a.m. talking about this. You know, yeah. we had a great discussion. It was, <laughs> it was beautiful. And I'm like, you all, yeah, I believe you. We're such nerds, <laughs> aren't we? We're, we're two in the morning talking about lubrication and reliability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's birds of feather flock together, right? Yeah, Finally, someone else that wants to talk about this. Because my family sure isn't, right? Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so when we, when we look at these conferences, um, just the amount of work that goes into them. I can only imagine the amount of work you and the team are putting together to um, oh, yeah. architect this conference and put it together. Now, typically speaking, when you have you know a speaker list of of a growing speaker list where you're going to mm-hmm. get to you know hopefully around fifty, maybe more speakers for this conference of of you know thought leadership mm-hmm. um, practitioners right yes. speaking at this event. Traditionally the business model of a conference is there's typically a higher cost of entry oh, yeah. <laughs> for these mm-hmm, yeah. for these types of conferences. <laughs> now, now virtual is challenging that a bit. Now, what is, is a conference fee for the LRBS? So I'm so glad you asked about that because mm-hmm. we have a special going on right now, the early bird special, you know, the early bird catches the womb. In this mm-hmm. case, they're going to catch the, um, the tickets in this case, right? Hopefully. So we have that early bird ticket going on until the 16th of July, which is just now. So, you know, try and get that in. And the early bird ticket for regular entry is $79. That's less than $100, right? If you're doing group group discounts, you can get $69 per person. How cool is that? That's that's a rounding error in in most budgets, right? Of training budgets, right? So get that right. 79. Mm-hmm. Like seven, seven to the number nine. Early bird, early bird ticket, $79. For- and guess what? You don't just get two days of the conference. You get five plus two. You get the whole week of the conference. You get right. to speak to your speakers um, and even your heroes, because I know some of them are mine. Um, you get one-on-one conversation with them. You get to explore everything and you get to ask them the questions that you always had that kept you up at night and I'm like I wish I could ask this person this question you know mm-hmm. what I wonder what their thoughts would be on it so I think I think 79 is perfect it's less than a hundred dollars 
and you're getting so much more value for that. I love it. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. And are you still looking for speakers to contribute their, their knowledge experience? We always look for speakers. Guess what? We, we know that there are a lot of experts within the industry. And one of the main purposes of the conference is to bring experts together, to bring the value together, to be able to talk about all of these things. So we're still accepting abstracts until 16th of July. That seems to be the date, you know, let's mm -hmm. keep that one, 16th of July. And all you have to do is submit your abstracts and let us know what you're thinking about for a topic. We have so many interesting topics that, that I'm seeing coming true and so many good speakers. Bob Latino is a speaker, yes. We have Blair Fraser as a speaker too. We have Stephen Doby as another speaker. We have Paul Hiller from ICML. He's actually talking about ICML 55. And if you know me, you know I love that standard because it combines you know, asset management and lubrication. And he's just gonna break down everything about ICML 55. I can't wait for that one. Uh, we have Greg Livingstone. And if you know Greg, he is the, the varnish guru. Like he's done all of the papers on varnish. Like <laughs> I like I whenever we get together and we talk, I think I've just talked to him for five minutes, but it's been three hours. So I'm booking him for a video room for sure. Sure. We have Mike Holloway, and you know Mike is, you know, Mike could go with all these different stuff with lubrication. Anyway. We have Andy Gailey. You remember Andy from um, from the UK? Of he course, was, from Uptime Consultants. Yes. Yes. Andy submitted a um, he submitted a very interesting um, topic. Good. In maintenance. You know, it's it's gonna be good. We have Howard Penrose. Mm -hmm. I love Howard. Howard's he might know he might know a thing or two about motors. Some maybe. might call him the motor doc. I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Excellent. When he's not power lifting a bus over top I of his know, chest, right? right? Jeez. Uh, and that, that's that's the reality of this community too. You get to know people yes. on a personal level, right? Oh and you gosh. get to know their their passions and even outside of uh, lubrication and reliability. And just a note for our listeners here, and it does help support the, the Maintenance Disrupted podcast, is mm -hmm. we do have an agreement with... Um, the LRVS. If you do want to purchase tickets, I'd recommend you go to maintenancedisrupted.com. On our homepage, you will see events. You will see the Lubrication and Reliable Tree Summit. If you click on that, it will take you through a very specific link that takes you to yeah. the um, how to register for that. And we would appreciate, uh, appreciate that going through uh, Maintenance Disrupted. It helps support the program. Now, so speaking of experts. No, boy. Speaking of experts, <laughs> there's one expert I know that really knows a lot about degradation oh, and failure mechanisms a little bit. And I believe this person might be speaking <laughs> at this event. So can you give us a, a quick overview of what you're going to be talking about um, at the event with a topic exploring the root cause of micro dieseling? So very interesting, right? When I did LRVS last year, I spoke about all the different degradation mechanisms and it was based on the book that I was just, you know, putting out. Mm -hmm. And after I did the first book, uh, the first book was A Complete Guide to Lubrication Degradation Mechanisms. And after I did the book, Bob Latino told me, he's like, um, you're going to do another book. I'm like, no, Bob. That's no. right. 
I remember the amount of time it took to get that first one done. That's not happening. And after um, a lot of people are reading the book and whatnot, I started to think about, well, we didn't go into the exact root cause analysis with the book. We talked about how you diagnose what type of degradation mechanism you have, how you treat with it. But we didn't go all the way into the root cause analysis. And who else could I think about when I think about root cause analysis besides Bob Latino? So Bob and I started working together on all of the different degradation mechanisms and developing these guidelines for each of them that people could use in their plants. And one of the things that always struck me every time there was a, an issue, um, varnish, something like that popping up in a plant, the first thing the engineers, they talk about, what is the cause? Is it the bearing? Let's swap out the bearing. Let's get it going again. Always, if it stops at the physical part of it. So we think that, you know, you know, this is, this is the issue. This is what we could see. This is what we could touch. This is what we could change. And we change that. And within the next few months, you still have the same, the same issue it, coming back again. It comes always, back. Always the cat comes came back, back the very next day. <laughs> <laughs> it always comes back. So a lot of times we stop at the physical part and we don't go all the way down to the latent and the systemic roots of it. And I'm just going to use a very random example. So let's say, let's say you had to buy oranges at the grocery, right? And you know, we're doing pickups now. So we order online, we pick up. So if we get these oranges in our grocery carts, in our box of supplies that we get from the grocery and we come home with it, and we open the box and realize the oranges aren't good. Our first thoughts are, okay, this, this supplier, this grocer doesn't have good, good fruit, you know, because they gave us bad oranges. Or we could say, you know, something was wrong with it. And, you know, we may not go back to that grocer ever again because we got, we got bad oranges, right? So we're not thinking about what was the process in terms of, you know, getting the oranges to us. So you would have had somebody physically packing the oranges into the bag first, right? So either that person, maybe they didn't know what a bad orange smells like. Maybe they, they lost their sense of smell on the day. Or maybe they were, you know, rushing. So, you know, they're just putting stuff together. They have a million orders to put together. Or that would be uh, a bit of a human root there, right? Now, if you think a bit further, is it that the grocery chain has poor quality control and that the oranges that get to the person that's packing, they don't pass a quality inspection? So then that's a systemic root. Right? That's their latent roots. So when we think about, you know, the actual root causes, we can't just stop at the fact that, okay, this grocer doesn't have good oranges. The end, I'm not going back to them. We need to go all the way down. And it's similar to when we talk about lubricant degradation. So if we said that with, um, with the, in the equipment, the bearing was the issue. We didn't think about the installation of the bearing. Did they have the right tools to install it? 
did they use the right procedure? If we, if we say the bearing is the issue and that's what caused the degradation, then we swap out the bearing because we stop in our physical right now. We swap it out and then it comes back. Because guess what? If the, the, re- the main issue was that the person that was installing the bearing didn't know how to install it, they're going to install it badly again. If it is that the procedure for installing the bearing never got updated since 1990, they're going to use the same procedure to install it again. So we're still going to have the same issue. And that's what we explore in our root cause analysis of all the different degradation mechanisms in the book. So hopefully that book comes out later this year. Bob and I went through a lot to get those guidelines because just to get those guidelines together. Because when you do an RCA, usually it's on an actual failure. So whatever already failed, you already have to, you know, you have evidence to collect. You can, you know, decide which way it went. But if you're trying to reverse it and put guidelines in place, this is what you should check. So with microdieseling, what we did is that we we did it for all of the different degradation mechanisms, but I like I like microdieseling, so I'm doing that one for the conference. <laughs> Before you, what is microdieseling? It does not involve diesel. Oh. That's the first thing. Yeah. Okay. But it it's the process of it is similar to that of a diesel engine. So that's why it got the name of microdieseling. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah okay. Right? So what happens is that you have you have air getting into your system and air moves from a low pressure zone to a high pressure zone or a high pressure to a low pressure zone. And when the bubble collapses, it damages your surface. So think about that. You have small, you have mini explosions happening in your equipment. So you would get a cavitation-like effects on the inside of your equipment. And that is how you have the microdesignment. Ah, ah, understood. You don't want little explosions in no, your we don't. We, we don't want you any don't. explosions. No explosions, no, pretty much in general, <laughs> unless it's in an engine. Oh, so yeah. you're going to walk through um, the concept of micro micro dieseling oh, yes. and and walk through kind of that logic tree mm-hmm. related to the failure. Definitely. And, uh, and what we realized, and it helps me as well, when we were putting this tree together. What are the different ways in which this can fail? What are the different ways in which microdieseling can occur? Like, if you're thinking about microdieseling, okay, you need to have air entering your system. Where could air enter your system? Either it's entrained in your system or it gets into your system. So it was there, it was there first place or you put it in. Uh-huh. Yep, yep, definitely. So you start thinking about that. Okay, so how can you put air into your system? Is it that you have, you know, uh, a pipe at the top and your suction levels are too low, so it it introduces air? Or is it that your guys are putting air into the system because they're not, you know, fully flushing their hoses and they have air entrained? There's so many things that can go wrong. So that is what we're going to be exploring. It's going to be very exciting. That's what it, that's the benefit because it's not, it's, it's, it's almost like, a workshop versus a lecture so you're going yes. to go through these various scenarios like mm-hmm. we've considered this this is a possibility right yeah. and 
and walk through. I don't know if you had the books, but a choose your own adventure. That's what I always think the cause is for, <laughs> yes. right? You can go, if, if you choose to walk, open this door, go to chapter yeah, 13, right? <laughs> that's right. Good, good. Well, well, that's, that's excellent. What out of that presentation or out of mm-hmm. that, um, whatever you're going to do, what are the, 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 the listeners, the attendees going to take away from that? At the end of the day, what do you want them to, to take away from that presentation? The first thing that I want them to take away is the thought process. And I think once you have that thought process, you start looking at things differently. You're not just looking at the physical part. You're looking at, okay, yes, the physical part failed. We know we understand that. But why did that fail? How did that happen? And I think the the main thing with root cause, and you can apply it to anything, so it's about starting to do that thinking, starting to do that level of thinking. So just getting them involved and changing their thought process. Because a lot of people, they think, you know, stop at the physical. That's it, the end. But right. just getting them to go forward, getting them to move all the way down to the latent causes and the human roots. Because if we don't fix those things, they're going to pop back up. And nobody wants unexpected, you know, downtime unless they're looking for the overtime involved with it. Well, that's right. There is a there is a <laughs> devil's advocate side to that. It's not overtime; it's planned overtime. That's the best. Oh yes, that's right. You, you don't want it Friday of a long weekend, but oh, you can have yeah. a Monday night. Yeah, it's not bad. It, so what I'm taking away from that? Yes, we're going to learn about micro dieseling, and I'm going to learn about it <laughs> as I yes, attend that. Definitely. But it's also the thought process of mm-hmm. doing the possible failure most going through that root cause analysis and yes. going below that mm-hmm. physical layer. And that yeah. analogy can be used for micro dieseling or any other failures. It's, it's the concept. Mm-hmm. It's the thinking that you're going to try to get them to take away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. And that's where the interaction comes in. That's where, you know, being able to ask questions on the day, that's where everything else comes in and the build up to that in the pre-conference with the video rooms. Cause Guess what? In those video rooms, you get to talk to the experts. You get to find out how do you do this? You know, how do you, you know, move past the fact that this is what is physical? How do you get down to the root causes, the real root causes and solve those? So that's going to be very interesting. I, I'm, I'm excited about yeah. this. <laughs> well, on behalf of the community, thank you for providing your, you're providing your expertise to okay. our community. Uh, <laughs> and just before we go, just to recap. Early bird, $79 mm-hmm. Yes. till July 16th. July 16th, that's the date. <laughs> right, so there's still time. Mm-hmm. Abstracts, looking for speakers, July, July 16th. 16th. Again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and again, for the listeners, if, if you can squeeze $79 yeah. out of your budget, I know it's tough. It's tough. Mm -hmm. Often we've talked about this on the podcast. There's training budgets in weird corners in in HR and things Mm -hmm. like that. Uh, Or even for yourself. Uh, If you're interested to learn more, go to maintenancedisrupted.com. Right on our front page, you will see the events Mm -hmm. of LRVS. Click on that link and it will take you to all the information you need to get on that conference. So thank you so much for your time. And for the listeners, we hope to see you at the 2021 LRVS taking place in September. Oh, yeah. Well, we're excited for you all to be there. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Sonia. You're most welcome.